Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Spill the Bee. Today's episode is based around the Pani G villain, the pandemic as we like to say, and the effect it had on studying within lockdown, on students, on lectures, and as an academic institution as a whole. So today we're joined by Dr. Catherine Robinson. I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, uh, good to be here today. Um, I'm Catherine Robinson. I am Deputy Dean and I have responsibility for Medway. Lovely. That's my homeschool as well. Medway represents. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. I really do appreciate it. So this is going to be a little chat just about how the pandemic's affected us. So firstly, I wanted to start off in terms of the biggest topic, I think, during this year, which has been mental health. Um, as lockdown has come around three times now, students, lecturers alike have felt the effects of it on our mental health. What is your view on it, Doctor? Yes, no, I mean, this has been unprecedented, seems like too small a word, quite frankly. We yeah, have yeah. been dealing with something that keeps recurring. And, and my goodness, if if um, one of the graduate goals is resilience, this year has absolutely typified how tough individuals have had to be, uh, not only in terms of their studying, but of course, at the same time, they're facing pressures at home with um, connectivity issues, with issues related to, you know, worry about family, friends, um, those kinds of things. People have been tremendously uh, put upon this year. And I think it's a I think it's amazing how well everyone's done, really. 100%. I completely agree. I think we, if we have been able to get through this year, we can truly get through anything, anything mm -hmm. at all. Um, resilience is a massive factor. I think everyone has learned how to deal with the situations in their own way, and it's made them stronger than they could have ever thought. Um, even though it's had its negatives, I really do think it was a positive experience for me as a whole. Uh, I don't know if that was the same for you. Yeah, no, I definitely think there have been some real uh, highlights, I guess, of the past year. The way in which we pivoted and suddenly started to deliver education online, uh, and it wasn't just about the academics doing it, it was about the students as well embracing that. Um, it's a different style of learning, it's a certainly a different style of teaching, and that ability to, to spin and start doing uh, doing their education in this way, start learning and, and interacting this way has been amazing. I mean, you guys are familiar with gadgets all the time. I mean, this is this is where you live. This is the space you inhabit. But to be forced to, to, to learn in this way when that hasn't really been part of the journey so far has been has been amazing. So I think connectivity has improved. I think we've um, We've welcomed you into our offices, into our living rooms, um, joined by our dogs and our kids. And um, <laughs> everyone's been fantastic and, and tolerant, I think, tolerant of, of the challenges that everybody's faced because it's all different. 100%. I completely agree. I think students have really felt the pressure of switching to online learning this year. Um, being so used to face-to-face -face teaching, you know, your whole life you grow up learning in classrooms and that's the environment that they kind of learn in. It's very difficult to start learning within your own rooms and within your homes where that environment isn't the same. 
but the way they've reacted and I know in the beginning it was a lot harder a lot of a lot of more complaints from students but they've really adapted and learned and understood how they can make the best of the situation but <laughs> we are going to make it slightly lighthearted because technical issues are a big thing that we've dealt with in this digital world what has been your funniest experience with technical difficulties in this whole time yeah i i would say probably the worst one was when i was doing i was doing um an interview actually for this job as deputy dean and um i'd put the dog in the garden with the kids i'd locked everything down there were 80 people virtually in the room with me um, of colleagues and peers and everything and all of a sudden my my father starts ringing on the telephone and he will not stop oh. going and going and going <laughs> that, was, that was quite bad that was quite bad um so i would say that that's been one of the challenges but um yeah i mean the classic you're on mute yeah <laughs> and um the challenges of um I've actually gone sort of 10 15 minutes through talking about something and all of a sudden someone's piped up from the audience and said uh, you're not sharing you're... <laughs> I've been talking away thinking they could see and of course they can't 100% it's because you can't see them either many students don't actually turn on their cameras either that's one big thing and I I I can imagine how hard of a challenge it must be Oh, do you know in some, some regards it's like to- talking to a toilet you know you're literally just sort of pin at one point i thought i was holding a séance because i was going is anybody there you know, <laughs> it was crazy it was crazy but you know i understand that and and we're not always camera ready every time we we have something to do or listen to are we so, so you know a time i don't take it personally <laughs> I am going to expose I think majority of the student body here when I say so many of us probably just get out of bed and just turn it on and then go back in bed and have it on there so no one wants to turn their camera on like that and I completely understand why they would do that but in the same time you know certain days you're full of energy and you go for it you sit down at your table turn it on write notes everything yeah no and I think uh, I think we recognize that you know it's not <sighs> because we're kind of here all the time now we're in this space in this um virtual space all the time it's not really something that you can be 24/7 you know so, exactly. so i think we have to be a little bit more flexible in 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 our expectations so certainly uh, yeah now i suspected that was likely to be the case and uh, to be perfectly frank there have been days when i'd have rather been in my pajamas <laughs> especially i think around january because it was really cold and miserable yes i think it's been cold and miserable for a very long time now i'm just waiting for summer to come but i completely uh, understand that like you just want to sometimes just work in your pajamas if you're at home because your home's your safe space yeah um going from that you know we've really kind of ushered into this digital age at a rapid pace mm-hmm. and you know we've been evolving massively over the past decade and technology advancements um different companies coming in we've entered this new fourth industrial revolution mm-hmm. and because of that i think the pandemic effect on it is accelerated so now majority of us will be working flexibly um having you know uh sub work weeks where we have three days in the office two days and we're home you know what do you think businesses are going to think about in the future if they're going to be working on flexible working. Well, I think certainly with regards to um 
the employability dimension to this past year uh, in terms of our studies and and the skills that students will have learned i think that there is that there are positives to take from this there is a, a clear benefit from the way that you've been learning over the past year because most workplaces have been working in this way as well so having that familiarity with teams having that familiarity with zoom and that ability to you know uh, to um, present and flip side slides and not worry too much about uh, showing your face on a camera which let's face it in march last year was was one of the most hideous things we had to do and yet now really? we do it pretty much you know yeah. it's like second nature to us at this point <laughs> exactly exactly so so i do think those skills are going to stand people in good stead i do think it's going to be a tough labor market when people come out Definitely. and i do think people will be dealing with some of the consequences of being locked down for a year 18 months i i think people will be quite conscientious quite reticent um uh, and i think uh i think it's beholden on us to to build up people's confidence as we emerge from this because i think that's going to be something that that may have taken a knock during this past uh, this definitely month. that social anxiety aspect of it you know when you haven't socialized in such a long time it's very hard to get back into it even mm -hmm. though we're very social creatures as humans we because we haven't had that for such a long time it's very difficult to really set ourselves back into what it used to be but i do think it's going to change the way we interact it'll make us a lot more positive in our outlook a lot more kind i think which is lovely i do think it will actually and i i think um even now you notice it i mean it may be that just you know because i'm of a certain age but even sort of street interactions with people, good morning, and those kinds of things. I think they're very much there because you never know what sort of day people are having. Uh, but I do think it's something that we're going to have to work on. Um, we are slowly getting back into yes. the buildings. So <laughs> I'm really hopeful for September that we will be there. I'm not sure the extent to which we'll be able to do the big lecture classes. I think that's Definitely. probably going to be harder, but I'm, I'm fairly confident there will be face-to-face -face if we stay on the path that we're currently on. It's certainly, I know my fellow academics are, are, are desperate to be able to to see people again. You know, this technology exactly. I think has been hard for hard for them to adapt to as well. Some more than others, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it's been a challenge. I can I can definitely agree with that. I think being a student myself, I've really spent a majority of my time it, when I was doing online learning just thinking about me and students in general and how difficult it is for us but then we when we really look into it lecturers and you know staff members of the university they've had just as difficult of a time adjusting to this new normal we're all facing the same challenges the same technological difficulties you know we we're trying to we're trying our best and you know that's all we can do and I think that builds a common bond as well. You know, this this idea of, can you see it? Is it working? Can you hear me? You know, I think exactly. that kind of, uh, builds, builds a, a little bit more understanding. And as you say, kindness, I think, you know, sympathy, sympathy for each other. 100%. I think I've really formed much better relations with my lecturers this year than I did before. And it was just because 
you know, we had this common problem of being on teams. So I'd be the one who'd like turn my mic on and be like, oh, you're on mute. Oh, um, you know, or I'd answer questions. Because the most awkward thing is when it's, every, it's silence when lecturers ask questions. And it's just, I think now, now it's starting to get better because during my final uh, term of education, I, I think I've seen a lot more students turn on their mic and speak or turn on their cameras and really interact rather than just type on the message box. Mm-hmm. So it's getting used to it. And then next year, even if we do have face-to-face learning, I'm certain we'll still have some online um, aspect of it too. So it's good to have those skills to continue using. Well, I think also we don't want to learn some, uh, we don't want to lose some of the benefits that we have gained from working this way. The online platforms have given us a lot of flexibility in terms of when we can watch things, how we can deliver things, how we can focus our energies, maybe on um, face-to-face being much more about that connection and that ability to understand and interact and explain and, and work with knowledge. Whereas a lot of the kind of knowledge delivery can be online, not dissimilar to, to YouTube videos or exactly. Online. So, so this gives us a, a sort of a, a space to kind of deliver in. And, and I, I think that will remain going forward. Definitely. Gives everybody a bit of flexibility. Exactly. And who doesn't like flexibility in today's age? (laughs) (laughs) So now I know it's been hard for students and it's been hard for lectures. I wanted to ask about your own personal experience with lockdown and mental health Mm -hmm. um, and how did you find it? Because, you know, I can imagine being in such social situations as being a lecturer and being deputy dean now as well. It's it must be quite difficult. Yeah, that's very kind of you to ask, actually. Yeah, it has been a challenge. It has been a challenge with um, caring responsibilities at home. So I have to and uh, and I've had relatives that haven't been well during the pandemic. And so managing that alongside the, the, the professional um, delivery has been has been a, has been difficult uh, on occasions. Um, I think I've probably found the the platform and the the outlet for communication quite good. Um, so mm-hmm. I've enjoyed this interaction, and I enjoy having. I mean, it's not quite the same as having a coffee with someone. Uh, it's still been. It's been a a second best so I would say that's worked quite well um but yeah I think anxieties about emerging Mm -hmm. afterwards and um and the few days that I have ventured out either down to Canterbury campus or to Medway campus has very much been um it's it's been enjoyable it's been a day out which has been lovely but actually it's been exhausting you know, I can imagine getting used to going out again and talking with people face to face. I think, I think that will be a bit of a challenge. So, so yeah. So, but but thank you. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. But but at times it's been difficult. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Because you know, I think I really understood now during my past year the importance of talking about mental health in an open way as well. Because if we don't talk about it, it's just going to keep affecting us and. I know not many people probably ask, not many students ask their lecturers how they're feeling. 
so it's it's lovely for me to have this opportunity to ask you as well. No, <laughs> and thank you so much for sharing. I do appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> now moving on to a slightly more lighthearted <laughs> topic, um, being a lecturer in business uh, and you know being an applied economist, <laughs> I wanted to get your professional opinion on the extent of the pandemic's effect on businesses, large, small, you know, local businesses, uh, massive corporations, everything. How do you think it's really affected them? What is your opinion on it? Oh, gosh, massively, massively. And so there there are a number of issues here. So I, as, a, as an applied economist, I have been watching the, the data very closely from the Office for National Statistics. So I look at the macroeconomic data on on GDP growth, uh, how the how the output of the economy is um, is growing or catching up following this year, and also looking at unemployment and the extent to which the unemployment figures are starting to rise. I mean, had yeah. the lockdown only been say three months, I think there was a general expectation that the economy would have recovered very quickly and um, would have had limited impact. But of course, it's gone on for so long. And for some businesses, that has resulted in business failure. Definitely. So business failure, whilst traumatic, isn't necessarily a bad thing, as long as those resources are free to be applied to other other opportunities. So, um, so, so I'm hopeful uh, for the future, but I am expecting there to be a tough year or two immediately afterwards. Um, but I do think it's it's encouraged, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. So I'm very yeah. clear that innovations will have taken place as a means to continue business, um, business activity over this period. So I think there will be, I think there will be opportunities. I think opportunities for entrepreneurs will be will be evident. And uh, I think that's that's a fairly exciting space. So I would encourage people to look in, into that. But the big corporations, some of them will have done incredibly well. Mm -hmm. And uh, the SMEs will have got caught a little, I think. And of course, as well as having COVID, we've had Brexit to deal with locally as well. Exactly. So, so it's been a, a double distress on the economy, I presume. Um, yeah. that's some wonderful insight and I, I completely understand that as well especially looking at entrepreneurship um, I've noticed that during lockdown so many new small businesses started to come up from people who probably never ever started their own business before and it was so refreshing to see because even if it was the smallest thing like selling cakes to your neighbors and to friends and delivering them that's beautiful in its own way and it's a great business idea in a pandemic when you're locked down. Um, one of my friends, you know, she started uh, experimenting with nails and, you know, she started doing her own nails, uh, got deliveries of so many nail items, um, acrylics, everything. And now she has a full-blown business, um, an online store as well. So, you know, a lot can come out of it. A lot can come out of <laughs> the necessity of, just, you know, making money. <laughs> No, absolutely. And I think I think that's exciting. And I think, again, that's a that's another kind of positive that can come out of this. Um, people will acquire new skills. They will look for new avenues. And um, unfortunately, you know, um, these opportunities often arise from fairly traumatic events. Yeah. 
Definitely. Which is not to say that that means that a traumatic event is a good thing, but that the good things can come from them. Exactly. You yeah. always have to look at it in a positive light. You know, just be hopeful for the future and what opportunities can come with it. I think so. I think so. Definitely. Um, and talking about basically, you know, small businesses and starting your own small business, do you have any tips uh, for, you know, students who might be hesitant about starting their businesses uh, in this economy? Or would you give them just the push to be like, yeah, go ahead now. Now is the best time than ever. I think now is, I think now is a good time. I think now is yeah. a good time. I, I'm not an entrepreneur. I, I, <laughs> I need to say that right away. I would recommend any one of our students uh, considers doing the business startup journey uh, and yes. look to acquire that knowledge about how one goes about it. You know, look at the various steps from, from you know, initial idea right through to kind of the commercialization of an idea. And, and the business startup journey, for example, can, can kind of give you that. So I would say, have a look at, have a look at those kinds of opportunities and make sure, especially at university, you make the most of them. Because when you leave university, you might not have access to quite so much, um, expertise quite so readily so i would say uh, you know seize the opportunities that are here um and uh, and have a look but i do think i do think now is a particularly good time um to look, at, look at things yeah 100 i think it's it's now or never really if you if you're going to go for it you might as well um there's so many opportunities about and we are slowly coming to a norm back to normal kind of basis um, yeah. with, with, with slight changes you know here and there but once we return to normal it's really going to look up we've we've kind of reached our rock bottom and now it's only going to look up well and i think there's also a possibility for us to 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 reimagine how we do things particularly in regards to business so we can think about more sustainable more ethical uh, more kind forms of of business going forward because i do think uh, do you think there has been a change in mindset to some extent particularly amongst um uh, the young as opposed to um, those people that are maybe a little more set in their ways but uh, i do think it, it gives you it gives you opportunities just to think in those in in those kinds of ways definitely it's funny you mentioned that because i was going to talk about this next this um kind of shift in mindset is a massive thing for young people and the younger generation currently it's been inspiring to see so many people take on activism uh, while still being in their rooms you know even sh sharing on social media helping the, the ways they can i think even if the world was locked down we didn't let these social issues and justices around the world stay silent i think that's been amazing to see um ha has there anything that stuck out to you specifically during this time that you know student activism really brought forth into the light it's exciting for me to see it again because yeah. i do think there has been a lull for a number of uh, generations in student communities um and, and so to see that activism rise whether it's uh, around um uh, poverty 
or Black Lives Matters or the Me Too campaign to actually see these things really uh, striking a chord and and seeing uh, young people stand up and say this isn't acceptable and and it's not going to be the way uh, we want society to develop has been inspiring again actually because I do think um, I do think that's been missing for a few generations and uh, and so to see that come through has been uh, has been has been inspiring good definitely I think it, it's been it's been truly inspiring for me as well even being part of the younger generation I've been inspired by so many different people and I, I think every generation thinks that they're the best and they're going to bring about such change um, but I really do feel like this is a turning point when we've began when we've experienced such a traumatic experience we've really understood the value of what time what little time we have on this earth and what our impact is going to be and that impact needs to remain we need to work on climate change we need to work on injustices around the world like BLM you know like the Me Too movement and these issues aren't just specific to a certain group of people it's specific to humanity in general and I think this has really brought about some positive change some inspiring change and I hope it continues on for generations beyond this as well I hope it's the same for you as well Absolutely, absolutely. I do think it's been inspiring, and I think, uh, I think, I, I think it's very optimistic future ahead of us. Um, and the sense of community, I think, is really important because I think there had been some loss of that that sense of, uh, of you know, who collectively, who do I belong with? Where do I belong? Where do I sit? And why does it matter? And I think that's that's coming through again now. 100%. We've all come together. It's been amazing to see the communities come together, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the UK as well with the clap for the NHS on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful to see everyone just come together just for gratitude, you know, to the amazing key workers on the front lines during the pandemic and the amazing work everyone's done. I don't think we could have gotten through this without each other. And it's been beautiful to see that. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And it's about making sure that we carry that through. The, exactly those promises yeah 100% this is i think definitely a turning point thank you so much for those words i really appreciate it um so that brings an end to the first podcast episode thank you so much dr Catherine robinson for joining us today it's been a pleasure and an honor listening to your amazing insights throughout um and we hope to invite you back again one day thank you thank so much you. pleasure thank you